Good evening, everyone. It's the last show of the year for us. We have Amy and Lizzie and, wow, the last dun, show. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I think I we had, the I end of my, the number, year, man. my number's off. I think we had 81 episodes this year. That's quite a bit, considering. You want me to sing that? 81 episodes. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I'm going to be nice. I take tips nice. and cash app and Venmo or PayPal. Take tips. Take tips. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I do. But I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Um, how about y'all? How was y'all's Christmas? My gosh, this weather here in Houston. Let's talk about that. Cold, icy. It may have snowed. Today is um, hot. I didn't mm -hmm. have any of that. I mean, it was cold, but I didn't really have ice. But it was cold, and it was wonderful. And my kids got a spring-free trampoline from Santa. Whoop, whoop. So <laughs> it was just so much fun. I'm telling you, the joy and of Christmas comes back, like, when you have little kids that love to rip open gifts and are just so excited, you know, and it, that just brings it back instead of, you know, just watching Josh open his gifts. It's like, what the hell? Can you hurry this up? I want some coffee, you know, <laughs> with my kids, I'm like, Oh yeah, rip the paper. Woo, what do we got? You know, so much fun. So, I mean, that to me was, was fun, but we went home and visited both of our families, you know, that week before Christmas. Oh my gosh. Eight degrees. Whew. I hope you are bundled like an Eskimo because Dang. my bitch ass can't take eight degrees. I would die. Well, well, I, you you no. missed my show earlier. Oh, mm -hmm. British Columbia. He said a couple of weeks ago it was negative 50. Mm -hmm. Celsius. Celsius. Not Fahrenheit. Celsius. Oh, mm, no. <laughs> no. Hi, Julie. How are you? I listened to Vivaldi. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Vivaldi is amazing. Yes. Yes. Now, okay, I want to be fair. And we're talking about the same person. Is it Angel Vivaldi who does the guitar? If so, no. that's the only oh. thing that would put my kids to sleep. If not, then I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, it's not Angel Vivaldi. Then I'm so sorry. What about the Four Seasons by Vivaldi? Oh, I don't know who we're talking about now. If it's not the guitarist, I'm sorry. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. I don't know who that is. But that would that Angel Vivaldi was the only one that would put my kids to sleep. I mean, to be fair, they like the uh the that yeah, they like the guitar uh, music. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna Google this because I don't know who this is and I can't have a conversation by myself. Uh, <laughs> you're doing pretty good. Well, thank you. Kudos. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I need to look oh. this up. Make sure we, yeah. it would be nice if I spelt it all right. Just let people know we have Waifu Fest this weekend. Yeah. Which is okay. going to be fun. It's going to be at the Doubletree Hotel at Hobby Airport. So we do hope to see a lot of people there. Oh, he's a violinist. Oh, man. You should see these photos of him. He's got like a little white wig and everything, you know, back like in the the monarch days and you know where they wore the white wigs and stuff i know the monarch is still going on there greg don't even start okay but i'm just saying little white wigs little curlers on the end you know <laughs> just saying but in little facts thank you for introducing me amy have you met pete capella 
Is he the one that I popped on with late? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I did meet him after hours and I felt so bad. And in your name, a fangirl edit, I totally fangirled because he was so nice to me and I was late as shit for that show. I mean, I missed the entire show. Hi, Chris. How are you? Oh, you didn't show it, Craig. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyways, yes, I do. Valdi's also known as the Red Priest for his red hair. He had red hair? Oh, my God. I will tell him that you said hi, though. I don't know him. That might be a mistake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't keep but, up. I can't keep up. Okay. No, I'm you can't. But with Waifu Fest coming up, we do have Lizzie on today to talk a little bit about the cosplay. So I know one of the things that you do is you make a lot of your own outfits. So can you tell us about how long that could take? Wait, Anubis is on. Hi, Anubis! <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead now, Lizzie. Answer the question you were asked. Okay. Well, for me, the cosplay depends. First, I consider when am I going to wear this? Because, like, if it's too cold, you probably don't want to wear. Um, I have an outfit that I made a while back. I'm a big fan of Shantae, half genie, and I'm a big fan of Sonic. So I matched them up together and I made Sonic the genie. And I've worn that at a few shows in the past. I've had some really nice professional pictures taken. I've shared that on my TikTok. That took about three and a half months because I had to hunt down the material. It's amazing. Whenever you want a certain shade of blue, it's never available. And that's always a pain in the butt. It's like when you don't want it, it's everywhere. But when you want it, you can't find it. So it just varies on the outfit. It can take a month. It can take three months, two months, a couple weeks, a week. It just depends. But um, a lot actually goes into it because I make my own gloves. All um, The wigs, I buy them. Um, I will have to style them a little bit. But but, but since it's supposed to be just down, it's, it's not spiked. spiked um, styled i just keep it natural of course um i'm very picky when it comes to the color of the green contacts very picky on the color of the makeup because it has to be close to royal blue <laughs> and there are like 100 different shades of blue out there so you're kind of like eh, i need to find the right shade of blue so it just varies and then um you know the shoes depending what version is what version of sonic shoes you know a a lot of things go into it. It's just planning ahead of time. So I, I, I have a sketchbook and I will sketch out my ideas and then I'll write down little notes that says gloves, shoes, um, the kind of material I'm, I'm going to need because um, for Sonic and when you're running or you're walking real quickly, you have to use like spandex material. So, you know, stretch material. So I just make notes and I just plan ahead what season or what convention I'm going to wear this to. So it's a lot of fun. It can be challenging and it can be a lot of work because sometimes you might change your mind last minute. So you wouldn't have a backup cosplay ready in case you decide, nah, you know what? I don't want to wear this one after all. Now you got to go to something else. So how many outfits would you say that you have for a, a year per se? Oh, man. Totally. <laughs> I've made about 12 inspired by Sonic the Hedgehog. And I've actually taken ideas like from the first Sonic movie. I 
that was more more, more simple because you know I had, I had you know the blue the blue um, spandex outfit underneath, but I went to a dress store and I found the perfect shade of the of the shirt that Sonic wore with the hat and the sunglasses, and that was just you know um, a lot of fun because you know it didn't require a lot of work because you know I already had everything underneath. It was just finding you know, disguises that Sonic wears. And that can be a lot of fun too, because a lot of it is just regular clothes. So you can go drift, drift store shopping and hopefully find all the pieces there. But it's, it's a lot of fun. It just depends on the season and what version of Sonic. Is it going to be classic, modern Sonic, Sonic from the games? Is it going to be from the old cartoon or the new movie? And now there's a new cartoon that was just released on Netflix called um, Sonic Prime. And his shoes are completely different. So I'm already planning that. Like, okay. I already sketched it out. And I'm like, okay. So I need to find red sneakers. But now modifying them to look just like the ones in the cartoon. So mm-hmm. it just varies. I don't know. You had me at stretchy material. Because I feel like <laughs> that's just what any girl loves is stretching material especially one that likes to eat which is me i like to eat and i like my stretchy big girl pants okay so you had me at stretchy material and finding the right blue is just difficult now i will say oh i'm gonna get hate for this lizzie please don't send me hate okay okay um i didn't play sonic as a child okay i didn't i'm sorry but but my husband did okay so i got him the sonic color game for christmas is the one that i got him because on colors uh yes yeah, Sonic colors color shift something i don't know it was something it had good reviews so i got him that one and i sat down and i played it oh you got sonic frontiers that's the newest one no it's the color one not oh. frontiers let's be honest okay i got my <laughs> husband red hot chili pepper tickets for christmas i was not about to spend another 50 dollars on him for frontiers we went with the 15 game let's be honest okay my love has limits for people everyone that's on his nose list. my love has limits okay um it's the color i don't know i'll look it up but i did sit down and i played it and my husband was like oh hell yeah this is the game i remember this and he was all digging it and i'm over here like what the hell is going on? Like, I, it changes angles on me, and I'm just like, what is happening? And then if you trip and fall, it takes you a while to build up speed. And I'm like, what is, I just, <laughs> I, I've, I've never been more stressed out from a game ever. I've just, it has stressed me out. I mean, I'm telling you, I had to have a drink afterwards, and then I probably played better because I was drinking. But that's for me to know, okay? In my mind, I did. But... A Sonic cosplayer is something we don't encounter when me and Greg go to Comic Cons and things like that. And so you're like a breath of fresh air being a cosplayer, yeah. going doing, you know, Sonic and kind of mashing it with different things that you also enjoy. So I love the mashup that you do. That's so creative because I now Greg's been going to Comic Cons a lot longer than I have. Okay, <laughs> so be fair. We're gonna be fair. Okay. And I haven't seen one do mashups. They kind of do like their own version of what it would be or whatever, but never mm-hmm. mash two characters together, especially two that aren't necessarily in the same like realm or whatever. So I love that, like Sonic the Genie and stuff. You have to do a ninja one at some point because I would love that. 
that would be so cool to do um just for me personally <laughs> but you know i don't have the time the time or the patience to make an outfit okay i my kids were the powerpuff girls for Halloween. I was going to say Christmas. Damn, I need help. <laughs> anyway, and all I did was a, a leotard. I put vinyl of the silhouette and the tutu. That's about as patient as I've got. Okay. Uh -huh. So kudos to you for having the patience, but the creativity to do mashups because that's not, I don't see that very often. So it's so refreshing to see. And I've been with you at Comic Cons and kind of seen it, and you just love it. Little kids come up to you. Adults come up to you. You have rings on the table. Like, girl, you eat, breathe, and sleep Sonic. Okay? You just do. And I love it. I don't understand the game by any means. But I love that. And then the mashups and everything are so creative. But, I mean, and this is a really long answer. And I just wanted to say that you had me at stretchy fabric. So, I just, <laughs> I went down this rabbit hole here. But it's just, it's refreshing because you don't. You don't see that, you know, like that would be me trying to do like Jason and Freddy Krueger mashup, right? Oh, that would be cool. It would be cool, but you just, you never, you've never seen that, right? People are like, no, you gotta be one or the other, right? My personality is definitely both, by the way. It's definitely both. But in the way that you integrate it and you're so creative and you have to find the right shades of blue, like you're picky in those aspects, I think is what kind of sets you apart. And I, that's why I appreciate it. And like, when I go to see you and you have the gold rings and everything, I totally wanted to jack one and I didn't. So the next time that you're at an event and I'm there, if you're missing a ring, I did not take it. Okay. It was not okay. me. No, I totally am the one that took it. You can ask Greg. Cause I jack his coffee cups off his table all the time. Yeah. True statement. <laughs> true statement, which just came out yes. now. So uh, yeah. it's a good thing. You're miles away. <laughs> and then she makes me go get more coffee. Yeah. Okay, let's be fair. No. We go, okay. I feel like I need to justify myself for this, and so I'm going to. Uh, what is it? The fangirl edits my, my Twitter account. It's abundantly social. There's no L. But my business is abundantly social. But my Twitter account is abundantly social. I'm not on Twitter very often, though. You're... You're more being my friend on Facebook, okay? Um, no, I am Greg's biggest bitch when we go to Comic-Con because I will go and get his coffee or get him food, and he'll be like, hey, let's walk around and do interviews. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm so game. Let's do this. Yeah, I am his bitch when we go to Comic-Con. Like the roles are totally reversed. So for him to say that I make him go get coffee is flat out a lie because that's what he uses me for, okay? So be fair, uh, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, fun. Yes. Okay. Uh, I won't <laughs> deny that. I'll I'll give that to you. Yeah, I know. So if you ever see us in person, and I am not this, I'm okay. Um, let's take that back. I am this way in person, but I'm much mm -hmm. nicer to Greg in person oh, than okay. I am on this show. Does that make us? Yes. 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 She's seen us in person. And I'm much nicer, but I also am not afraid to call him out on his shit. So I don't know if no, I make him nicer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She'll, she'll call my shit out no matter where we're at. Oh, yeah. I have no problem. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm this not. This is the brother-sister relationship. I'm not sensitive. And so I assume <laughs> everybody else in the world isn't sensitive. And so I can be very insensitive towards Craig. This is a true statement. Fun fact. But. He does. I love him. He is the biggest crier. He's the biggest baby ever. God. Oh, I know. 
Dang. Um, but to be fair, no, Anubis no, asked, no. yeah, Anubis asked a question, Lizzie. He wanted to know, did you like Sonic 2 with Jim Carrey? Oh, I loved it. When I was a little girl, I always had a crush on Jim Carrey. And I'm so used to his funny roles. So when I heard he was going to be Dr. Eggman, I wasn't too sure what to expect, considering I grew up with Dr. Robotnik, and then he became Dr. Eggman. So Jim Carrey made his own his own version of Dr. Robotnik. And it's hilarious, mm -hmm. because I'm used to this big fat guy. Is Dr. Eggman with a big mustache? No, you're talking about a skinny guy with hair. He's super smart and very smug. But he was hilarious. I love him in the first movie. And then um, you see him again in the second movie. Um, there's rumors that he might be in the third movie, but we don't know that yet. So shh, we don't know. <laughs> but he might be in the third one. But in the second one, he was just... Awesome. And then we got introduced to Knuckles, which is a very popular character that appeared in Sonic 3. And he's an echidna, a red echidna. So it was awesome. I mean, really, the, the movie's first and second. Awesome. Jim Carrey. I mm -hmm. wish I could meet him one day. I would love to hug him and squeeze him and say, you're awesome. <laughs> so... Now, the next question is, well, I don't think it's really a question, but you have a story to tell that a lot of people don't know about. We'd like to hear about it on our show oh, okay. and to get the word out. If you would like to start that or, and definitely, definitely want to start at the beginning, like always. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> okay. Whoop, whoop. Okay. So. When I was a little girl, I was actually very ill for most of my life. Um, when I turned 11 years old, I was I got, I got sick to the point to where I couldn't walk anymore. I couldn't. I had to crawl everywhere. I couldn't eat. I was having like um, vision problems, hearing problems, stiff necks, really, and I was losing my weight constantly. And my father was concerned because the schools would say, oh, she just has a migraine headache. She'll be fine. And they would send me home. I mean, I go, well, okay. So he took me to my pediatrician and he looked me over and he's like, well, she looks like she just has migraine headache. She's getting very stressed out. Is she getting, is she getting bullied in school or something like that? You just got to deal with that. And my dad was like, okay. And he saw me getting worse because he was like, okay, my daughter can't walk. She's losing her balance. She's crawling on the floor. She's not eating. And my dad found two other doctors who are kind of like, you know, pediatricians. And they also just examined me visually and were like, well, we don't see anything wrong with her, but we're going to prescribe um, kind of like um, aspirin, but like um, prescription versions and they're like, well, you know, we're just going to prescribe this. And they try to give me, you know, like vitamins. They even tried to accuse my parents of saying that they weren't feeding me. Like, are you guys the problem? And they go, no, we feed our daughter. The problem is she's not eating. So what, what is wrong? Why can't you doctors tell us? And it got bad to the point to where I couldn't even go to school anymore because I would constantly like fall over on my desk and just like, have a high fever and have headaches and I couldn't, you know, move my, my head. And my dad goes, no, no, 
that's it. I said, you know, we've got my pediatrician, two doctors who said it's something else. But I said, no, there's something else wrong with my daughter. Why can't any of you out there tell me what it is? So he finally hunted down a doctor who looked at me and was like, this child's ill. And my dad goes, well, but what's wrong with her? And he goes, goes, well, I don't know. But he just did some minor tests. Um, I couldn't, you know, get up and and walk by myself. I had to hold my mom's hand or I had to like lean against my mom. And he was like, no, no, no. You let your daughter walk. I want her to walk towards me. I couldn't even walk. I, I would try to walk and I would try to grab something to hold on to. And he goes, no, 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 no. Don't you grab anything. You walk by yourself. I could only take a few steps before I started crying and I fell down from the pain because, you know, I had the stiff necks and it was affecting everything. And he was like, okay, okay, it's okay. Help her, help her. He gave my dad a note and said, no, look, take her over to Northwest Memorial Hospital. They're going to do an MRI. Whatever's wrong with your daughter is internal. It's not something outside. It's not a headache. We, I think it's something else. So they, so my dad was like, okay takes me over to Memorial Hospital and, you know, they were, really, you know, really fun, really friendly, awesome, awesome people. And they were like, they, they helped me to the machine and everything. And, you know, they're all smiling, happy. But when it was over, everybody's face was like white as a ghost and their voices drop and they help you out. They get you into a wheelchair and they're like, you know, honey, we got to talk to your parents. And they, you know, they take you in, into that um, waiting room area for patients. And they were gone for like, I think like over an hour or something. And I knew something was wrong because I was holding my head like this because I couldn't even hold my head up anymore. They were gone for a while. Parents come back. Their eyes are red, shot red from tears. The doctor looks upset. And then he looks at me and then he kneels down to me and he says, honey, your parents want me to talk to you. Look, we found a brain tumor where your brain stem is, that controls all these functions of your body where you're having pain, where you're throwing up and your balance issues. We give you an estimate about two weeks to live if we don't do something because this tumor is basically like, you know, about to spread. So he was like, we need to get you to Texas Children's Hospital and get surgery done and see what happens. The doctor warned me. He said, um, from far along the tumor is, we don't know if you're going to survive it. You could survive, but it could um, develop again and spread. You could die during surgery. If you don't have the surgery, you're going to be like a vegetable and eventually you're going to die. You, we, we don't know what's going to happen. But the opportunity to have the surgery is up to you. And they gave me two weeks. So... I took the opportunity. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Was this doctor Indian that like funneled you and pushed you? Because <laughs> I had the same thing when I was 16. Okay, I didn't have a brain tumor. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. But I had like ulcers, chronic ulcers, all that stuff. And the one doctor that took me seriously was an Indian doctor that gave me like some herbal tea. And it was wonderful. So I am, I just, I feel like Indian I, doctors are I the think- ones that find and fix everything. That's my saying on that. I, I think so. What thing is, you know, when you when you live here in Texas, you know, um, it's more like, mm-hmm. was he Hispanic? Was he Native American? It was hard to tell because I was so young. But yeah, he he's the only one who took me serious. Like, uh-huh. hey, they do. Something else mm-hmm. is wrong. 
Okay, continue. I'm, I have made my point, so continue. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, <in> court. <laughs> but when I went to Texas Children's, you know, they, they, they were working immediately, and, and, you know, they weigh you, and they're saying, well, her, her weight's dropping. You know, the blood pressure check and everything, and they told me, well, she she's too weak. We can't even perform a surgery. So it was like, okay, now what? I've got two weeks. And they're like, well, we're going to have to give her medication, you know, steroids, all the other B vitamins, everything you can think of that they would mm -hmm. give a child just to pick them up. But meanwhile, they, they also had to put me in the weirdest positions. This it's, it's nothing sexual or anything like that, but they put you in the bed in these positions because when they, when they do the exam, I mean, not the exam, but you know, like when they're doing MRIs and scans and everything, I asked them why they go, well, we have to make sure the tumor that's here isn't spreading anywhere else. or there isn't another piece hanging on to you somewhere. So they, they, when you're a child, they put you in all this, if, if they discover this. And meanwhile, they told me you can eat whatever you want. If you want a Coke, you can drink a Coke. Um, Texas Children's Hospital had a McDonald's downstairs. So guess where I spent what? most of my time? Yeah, McDonald's was awesome. At that time, I think I think it was Snow White toys. But, you know, I, I really didn't care. But um, still, oh, you don't have those? Oh, my gosh. I don't remember those. That would be the most the coolest thing that I don't I can't have Mickey D's anymore. I just oh. can't. But oh my gosh. Ugh. Damn yeah, it. It, it. It was the best. And then like when they were finally done with all the, you know, the CAT scans, MRIs, they they would take blood, but it I hated it because it, it would be like that, like that stapler. Mm -hmm like that and you're like every day the ivs they would take blood from me and they told and they told me look before we do your surgery you have to weigh a certain amount for us to even do the surgery and we need you know enough blood from you in case so boom i finally got i i, I reached what i was supposed to had the surgery came out 100 percent okay doctor said we got the entire tumor out but we're gonna keep doing CAT scans on different parts of your body just to make sure there isn't one someplace else after surgery. Um, the big issue I had was when they put me in the hospital bed and I woke up, mm -hmm. I was only in there for a little while because they quickly took me out of the bed because they put me in a bed where a child had just died of meningitis. And since they just split the whole back of my head open, I was exposed to all those germs. And that was just a nightmare because my dad, when he kind of, he was mad. Like, okay, you, you do this, you you nearly kill my child, and it was, it was a nightmare. I mean, I had to like stay in the hospital for a little bit. The the doctor rushed me. He was like, well, you need to try to feed yourself. Basically, once I was well enough and I could like sit up on the bed by myself, he, well, you know, I me mean, with the hospital bed. Um, he wouldn't let my mom feed me. He was like, oh, no, no, she got to feed herself. And I'm like going like this with my food. Like I can't even hold a spoon because my hand's constantly shaking and throwing food everywhere. When he would leave the room, my mom would feed me. She'd be like, don't, don't, don't listen. <laughs> um, so that was crazy. And they, of course, released me the first time because they were like, well, there's another child who needs this bed. So we really need you to go. I had a relapse, had to come back. Mm -hmm. And again, they rushed me and they go, they go well, we, we really need to make room for other patients. And they threw me out again. 
again, I get sick and I get a relapse because they're not letting me heal. They're not letting anything work out correctly. Finally go back the third time. And I was there for over a month when, when they realized, okay, she's, she's already been exposed to the meningitis thing. You know, she had a relapse twice already. She's having all these problems and it's because from what I understood earlier is they've never really dealt with brain tumors. You know, it was still new. And when I had to go back to school, schools didn't know what to do because they were like, well, she, she looks fine to us. But, you know, that's basically invisible disability because they really took the tumor out. I'm just in the process of healing. And nobody would take me serious. They would put me in classrooms with like 26, 30 students and... You know, I'm being bullied and picked on because I'm chubby from the medication, the steroids. My hair is all shaved off from the surgery because they they shaved my hair off because they, they cut the, the top of here to the back of my neck. So that whole entire back place was open and healing. So they only left like a small piece of hair to cover up the um where, where they where they cut it. And that that's embarrassing and kids make fun of you they watch you stutter and they ask you questions and when you stutter they laugh at you teachers wouldn't defend me and i would go home crying and my dad would get mad and ask schools well why aren't you putting her in smaller classrooms don't you have a special ed program or something for disabled students and the school was was giving my parents a hard time about oh well we have to talk to the counselor and we have to get approval and I was just getting bullied left and right because nobody wanted to understand. Nobody wanted to ask questions. I ate lunch by myself. I had trouble opening my locker because, you know, it, it is junior high and kids would purposely open their locker next to me and slam it on the back of my head or PE class. Girls would purposely chase me down and take, you know, the dodgeballs and slam it on my head and knock me over and laugh because to them it's funny. And I would go home crying and I would tell my mom, you know, you know, I, I got hit in the head with a, with a basketball and she would tell my pediatrician and my pediatrician's response was, well, Elizabeth is going to get bullied in school. She's going to get hit. You're going to have to accept that. And my parents were like, no, no, because, you know, it's your child. Your child just had surgery. You're not going to tell someone's child, sorry, your kid's going to fall down the stairs or they're going to get slammed against the wall by a bully. You got to deal with it. You is this the school saying this? Mm-hmm. Oh, Public schools. Uh-uh, you tell a <clears throat> bunch of bitches. I tell you what, yes. they would not want to see me come in. Uh-uh. No. Let me just tell you. Mm-mm. You, my kid's gonna get bullied. I'm gonna bully your ass every day. My kid gets bullied. I'm gonna come bully your ass. I'm just uh, my inner mom, my ghetto mom's coming yeah. out here. I'm so sorry because I would, I would get crunk in there. It would be so bad. Oh it yeah, and it, it was just hard. And I, I tried, and you know, my dad would tell me, you know, defend yourself. But you know, he's like, how do I tell my daughter to defend herself if she's in recovery? Um, the, uh, the therapist would come to the school during my PE class and would teach me how to like kick a ball and she would see me trip and fall and she goes, no, 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 it's Elizabeth, it's okay. And, Kit, and the other kids would be watching, laughing at me and making me feel bad about myself. And I just couldn't take it anymore. You know, going to school, getting bullied, coming home, crying. So one day I asked my parents, Hey, look, I don't want to go to school today. I, I, I really don't, don't want to. My parents were like, okay, okay. 
don't don't worry about it. Stay home today. But my parents both had off that day. And they were like, well, we're going to go to Sam's Club. And they go, well, can I stay home? They go, no, no. Because, you know, they were they, they, they let me stay home. They're like, no, you, you have to come with us. You can pick out whatever you want to eat and or whatever. So I went my my parents to Sam's Club. Now, before the surgery ever happened, I used to hang out in the electronics section because back in the 90s, they used to have different TVs set up with gaming consoles so you could play them, you know, the Nintendo back in the day and all that stuff. And so my parents said, well, you stay in the electronics section. Don't leave. We'll be back in a little bit, which right now I probably don't recommend you telling your child to stay by themselves in a store. But, you know, it was in 90s. Well, times are different. Times are different. Kids can't even go on the front yard now. Okay. I don't don't even know if Amy remembers that time period. Um, Yes, (laughs) I do. Yes, I do. I remember uh, Blockbuster. Okay. And uh, the electronics, you know, at Walmart, you could play games. I remember. You shut your mouth, Greg. Okay. (laughs) Shush. God, I can't believe you. Do you remember, Greg? Oh, ancient. Oh, I remember. Oh, ancient one. Thank yeah, you very you much. Like that? Ooh, yeah, Damn. That, was, that was pretty good, though. The way that I said that, instead of a oh, wise one, old ancient one. <laughs> I make myself laugh. Not none of y'all, but I'm laughing at myself and with myself because that shit was fun. <laughs> I know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're Continue. fixing to go uh, oh, I just yeah. oh, I could continue before we go at it. <laughs> you opened the door for it, okay? Okay. <laughs> but um, so I was so you know I went to the electronic section, and I was used to seeing you know the TVs put out with a different console, and I was used to seeing Nintendo. Um, I remember barely hearing about a Super Nintendo, but you know when your mind was like elsewhere. You don't pay attention, but I saw kids surrounding by surrounding a TV with this other console, you know, a black shiny console, and I was like, "Well, what what's that?" And I look at the TV, and I see this this little blue character like jumping, kind of like um Mario, and I was like, "Well, that's different. Is that a cat?" And like, you know, I walk up there, and the kids are like really nice. So clearly, these are not kids that went to school with me because they're like, "Hi." And they're like, you want to play? They handed me the controller, and my hand was like shaking like this, like like I I, I can't. They go, they go, no, no, it's okay. And it was like a big controller. The Sega Genesis had a big giant controller that looks like that. So um, holding on to it was very hard. But you know, they were like handing me a controller. And they go, and they go, it's okay. And the kids like, well watch me and he's showing me how he's playing and I'm watching but I'm looking down at the control and looking up and going like this I was starting to get dizzy and he was like no it's okay here try and I I was trying I mean I was trying to look up and remember what was pressing which is kind of I mean it, it sounds dumb to all I mean I mean the Sega Genesis controller it had the plus con- you know the plus button and then three buttons you would think you could easily remember that but no, not, not for me. I would look down and be like, okay, I'm trying to press right. And then I'm trying to press C. And I would think for a second and look up at the screen and Sonic fell into a pile of spikes. Whoops. 
and I would keep trying. And I, at this whole entire time, I didn't know my dad was watching me. And he was like, he came up to me. He was like, do you like that? And I go, yeah, yeah, I like it. And he goes, okay, okay. So he bought it for me. And he was like, okay. He looked it over and he goes, well, <laughs> he was like, what is this? Because this, this isn't Super Mario. I go, his name's Sonic. So take it home. My dad sets it up. And my focus was now on trying to play the game because I sucked big time in the beginning because I kept looking up and down, up and down and getting dizzy and like taking a break. Like, oh, I can't, I can't play, but I had to keep trying. Um, my pediatrician, I had an appointment later with him and he was like saying, well, we need to find an activity for Elizabeth to do to help her rebuild her confidence. We've got, we have to focus on building her back up. And my dad was like, well, she's not doing well in PE class. She doesn't have any friends at school. She's mostly by herself. And he was like, okay. He was like, okay, well, is there something at home your daughter can do? Something that can help her just, you know, focus and help her get better. My dad goes, yeah. She was out at Sam's Club and she fell in love with this blue cat looking creature and on this thing called... Well, he didn't say Sega. He was like, this new gaming console I bought her. And the and the patron was like, that that's awesome. Video games are a great therapy for for rebuilding yourself, especially for children, because your your daughter needs to rebuild her eye-hand coordination. So that was awesome. So the pediatrician was very happy and very happy for me because he actually asked me about, about the character. He was like, what's his name, Sonic? What is it? It's a hedgehog? blue hedgehog he goes that's awesome are you good at the game no i i i suck i can't even get past green hill zone and i was excited for the game i was telling about the game and then i goes well I'm, I'm happy and then at that same timeline the cartoons came out um there were two sonic cartoons that came out at, at around that same time and then the comics were being released so um when i came home from school instead of crying and be upset because i got bullied that day um, Sonic cartoon was on when I got home from school. So I focused on the cartoon. And then the cartoon came on again on Saturday here. And then when, you, you know, on the weekends, I just played Sonic and I was trying to get better each time. And my my confidence was starting to get better because as I beached each, each zone, I felt more confident because, hey, I did it. I would watch the cartoon and I really was focused on how confident and funny Sonic was, how he kept trying. So I wanted to be like him. So he really motivated me to be more like him. Um, the comics, I would read them and it would help me learn to read again because since I stuttered so much and I couldn't pronounce a lot of words, I would read the comics and the comics would help me, you know, re rebuild my vocabulary. And that meant a lot to me. So. I just really fell in love with the character over, over the years. The games have changed since then. I struggle with 3D games, and it's not because I hate the games or anything like that. It's just because they're 3D. Um, I sometimes get vertigo, and I get dizzy. So I have to take breaks on the 3D games. But the 2D games, like from the Genesis era, those I can excel in. But 3D games... It's gonna take me longer. I I've tried and I can't focus too long. I'm like, oh, I don't I don't feel well, so I've got to take a break. But 
I also have a massive collection, which is everywhere in my house. <laughs> um, and that's what made me want to say, you know what? I love cosplaying too. I would cosplay as like a schoolgirl, Lena Inverse from the Slayers game, Rukia from Bleach. But Sonic was always more special to me. And I wanted to cosplay as Sonic, but I thought it was kind of boring to always wear the mascot outfit. So that's when I came up with the idea of doing mashups. Like, hey, I like this character and I love Sonic. And since in the old Sonic cartoon, Sonic would always put on disguises. It's also what inspired me because Sonic would dress up as a girl to get out of situation and um, basically confuse Dr. Robotnik. So you're like, hey, you know, if Sonic cosplays all these different characters, I can cosplay as Sonic cosplaying other characters. So that's what inspired that part. But yeah, that's basically why Sonic means so much to me because he really helped me out through a tough time. Um, being bullied in school, you know, I didn't have any friends, so all I had was Sonic. And I know Sonic wasn't real, but you know, when whenever I, I was at lunch in school, I had the comics, I could read them, or the or the old um, Sega Sega Genesis um, gaming gaming booklets. I would ju- just read about the next level that was coming in the game or whatever, and I focused on that. So. I never felt alone afterwards when I had Sonic. So that's why he means a lot to me. Well, Noah, in case he comes back and watches since he just had to go, wants to know what your favorite Sonic game was. From the Genesis? Okay. A lot of people don't like this game. I'm sorry <laughs> that people don't because it is hard. But that's the game that helped me the most. Sonic Spinball. It has four levels. It's a pinball game you know and you control sonic but that's my most favorite game because it because you really focus if, if you love pinball it's just like pinball but it's on the screen so that's my most favorite game from the sega genesis era is sonic spinball <laughs> and let's see anubis he always wanted sonic's red backpack as a kid <laughs> <laughs> And I know that you're a collector, so do you actually have that red backpack? I haven't seen it released, but to be honest, you could probably find one just like it, just just randomly. If you if you go to like drift stores, like Goodwill or other drift stores, and see if you see any vintage backpacks, you might find something just like that. Or honestly, um, you could make one yourself. I mean. I think it kind of looks like Dora's backpack, right? With Without the, the smile face. If Anubis makes anything, it's going to be moonshine. Hey, you know, don't tempt him with a good time, okay? I know. We all need moonshine in our lives, okay? Oh, goodness. Well, I'm just saying, it's not illegal anymore. I Well, moonshine was, yeah. Make tequila. You know, I think I think some states they never took it off the law books, so I think some states it actually is illegal still. In some states, but not here. And he's gonna make tequila, okay? Before shining the moon. Do you know how hard it was to say without singing it? You know, tequila is much more fun to be like tequila. It's just more fun. I don't know why. (laughs) 
that's not the name of it. I'm just throwing it out there. I've gotten into Di Serrano, though, Anubis. Okay, we need to make some cocktails with Di Serrano or just drink the bottle like I started doing the other day. <laughs> just saying. Just throwing it out there. Fun facts, Anubis. Oh, I'm so glad he's on. <laughs> I, I told you. It, it's the alcohol level. We all need it, though. Well, um... Well, I'm not even going to comment on that because that's just going to sound like an alcoholic if I do when I have a an angel image. <laughs> I can't contain that lie. I'm sorry. That's that's a lie. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's a lie. I just flat out. Uh, yeah, it's not true. But oh my gosh, Lizzie, I I've never heard that story, so I did not realize why Sonic was so important to you. But oh my god, those doctors are a bunch of bitches. Besides the Indian doctor that saved your life, okay? And I knew he was Indian because they're the only ones that listen. I mean, straight up, it's the truth. I'm sorry, medical uh, personnel, don't come for me, okay? But it's it's true. But oh my god, and I'm a huge advocate for video games helping with hand-eye coordination. I think they should be involved in schools because they really yeah. do help you with that. And they can help you a lot with like strategy, you know, over problem solving, all of those things. So I'm a huge advocate for them. I just, uh, just Sonic stresses me the hell out. I don't know what it is about this game, but it does. It's, I mean, I'd rather play Call of Duty and blow shit up with people <laughs> and strategize, but I can't beat Sonic the Hedgehog. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Okay. Now. In my defense, not that this is really a defense statement because it's going to make me sound way worse here in, a minute, here in a minute. I can't beat Mario Party on the 64 either. Mario, Super Mario, whatever it is on uh -huh. the 64. Yeah, I can't beat Bowser. Uh, my sisters were good at that. I was not. I'm better at blowing shit up uh, and killing aliens, you know, much better at that. So I can't wrap my head around those or beating those. And I'm just sitting here like, I mean, I kid you not, Lizzie, if you have tricks that you can help me please come over and help me because on this sonic I color try. thing i'm getting d's i'm getting d's over here and i'm like what the shit is this i why can't i pass this yep. like i'm i'm well, getting i, I think that well like the first sonic game you definitely want to work on but like the level that i, th I think many people are still stuck on is lab zone which is the water level because it it's like it, it feels like glitches because like you're moving and you hear this horrible sound, a five-second countdown, and you're going to die if you don't find an air bubble. <laughs> well, I can vouch for Amy blowing shit up because we uh, we did a uh, mech war game. Oh, God. Greg and, loves the story, okay? And, and she had I'm to come suicide bomb my ass. <laughs> She kamikaze me. <laughs> I did. I totally kamikaze his ass. But to be fair, so Greg kicked my ass on this game. One, I yep. didn't know what I was getting into. I've never played that game before, ever. Two, my short ass self could not reach the pedals. Okay. And they're like, oh, do you need a booster seat? Even with the damn booster seat, I could not reach the pedal. So I'm sitting here, like, slouched down in my chair, trying to hit the pedals, hit this button, and see what the hell's going on on this screen. So when I kamikaze him, it was not intentional. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I didn't couldn't reach all my shit, okay? So to be fair, that is the entire story that Greg does not like to tell. He likes to say it as I'm this huge bitch that just went around blowing myself and him up, and it's not like that at all. I didn't know what I was doing. If Amy can't have her cake 
No one will. That's why I think she blew you up, Greg. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I knew this you know, time I see you know, her. I, no, 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 no. Because she had plenty of cupcakes at that damn show. I did. That ain't I true either. That I ain't definitely helped them make their table back at that she, show. I'm pretty sure she, I was the reason. She had her cake and she blew my ass up anyway. I did. <laughs> I did. But I, they didn't know what I was doing. It's kind of like in the Sonic games, the Sonic color game. You guys, seriously, I need help because, I mean, I was all about D for degree in college when I wanted to get the hell out. Okay. And I say that as if I really made D's. I didn't. I made A's and B's. Okay. I graduated with, I don't know, like a three point seven, 3.8, something like that. Okay. Anyways, D for degree, but I'm getting D's on this shit and I don't know how I'm getting D's because I'm sitting here trying to catch the rings. And Oh, let me tell you, it looks so much easier. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go like this. No. Okay. I missed every single one of them damn things. And then, you know, you can jerk over to the side that only works when it wants to work. Okay. Not when I want it to work. So I, I need help Lizzie because I am, uh, I can't blow shit up in this game. And I I am sucking at it. Yeah, I could. I mean, we'll we'll start from the beginning with Sonic One since it's two D. It would be easier. So basically, oh, 2D games are better. Kick, I don't know your ass, and you want to beat his ass. Hey, <laughs> to be fair, it's his game. Okay, to be fair. And two, if the two D game is anything like Paper Mario, no, I can't do that because Paper Mario pissed me off. Did anyone play Paper Mario yes. on the Nintendo Wii? Because that shit just made no sense to me. None. I was like, why do I want to become paper thin? Like, what the hell is this? No, mm -mm. I no. If you want to hear Amy use a bunch of profanities, give her Paper Mario. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around that game. But the Sega, okay? I vaguely remember the Sega. I Vaguely, okay? Vaguely. But they had games on there, like The Little Mermaid was on there. I think Aladdin was on there. Oh, yeah. I missed those. I was talking to Josh the other day, and I was going to start looking on eBay for a damn Sega, because I was like, someone has to have a Sega. Mm -hmm. You know, someone has to. So I'm going to have to find one, because that was a lot of fun. I missed those. Help me, Oprah. Save me, Tom Cruise. What? All you, what? All you hear me do is run around. Okay, I think people kill me just because they want to hear me panic. Oh, are you talking about with your mic? Yeah, I always freaked out too. <laughs> and then they found out I was a girl and then they all started with their shit talking. Oh, man. Yep. I'm telling you, I cannot beat this Sonic game. And it's uh, it's disturbing. And now I have another revelation, Lizzie. You're going to... Uh -oh. I probably shouldn't tell you. I'm going to tell you. Uh-oh. going to tell you. This is going to make me sound so bad. Lizzie still like me afterwards. Okay. Still like me. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I said, I've never played those games until this game. Okay. And I've only seen the first Hedge uh, Sonic movie. I've only seen the first one with Jim Carrey. So I really had no idea who Eggman was. And Josh had to walk me through that entire movie. Because I was like, what is this guy's name? And he's like, oh, that's Eggman. I'm like, why the hell is he called Eggman? Like, what's with the name? Like, it just, it went down this whole thing because I'm huge into movies and stuff like that and I ask a lot of questions. He was like, his name's just Eggman. He's a bad guy, la, la, la. He goes through this whole story. And I'm like, well, Eggman is just, uh, he doesn't look like an egg, though. You know, like, uh, I'm not getting it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I took everything too literal in that movie. 
it was a good movie, so I will I will give you that. <laughs> My husband had to explain it to me, Lizzie. I'm so sorry. That's I have so failed funny. you. I have <laughs> failed you. Spoiler alert, she's gonna cosplay Tails. Who is me? Who is Tails? See, I I just Tails the Fox. He's that he's that super smart, really cute little character. If you play Sonic 2, he's a, this little fox character that goes with Sonic everywhere he is. Right oh, behind me? you, I'm correct. Anubis, me? I didn't even know who it was, Anubis. That tells you. Oh. That's Tails. Okay, the yellow stuffed animal behind Lizzie. But he's orange. He's not yellow, Anubis. Do you know it your depends. colors? It depends what version. I don't know. Anubis, do you know your colors? Oh, he's my <laughs> navigator in color. Sonic colors. That guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. See, I'm telling yeah. you, I don't know. I'm sorry. I am such a bad co-host, Greg. I don't know this. I'm sorry. I uh, suck. I not, suck. Bad. They no. mess with the colors a lot. Mm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Glad Sonic stayed blue. I don't think you can change a main character. If you change don't they have a red one though? Don't they have a red one? That's Knuckles. That's Knuckles. Yeah. Oh, does he like punch people? Is that why his name's Knuckles? Ooh, can I be yeah. him? Does he punch people? Yeah. See? Oh, he punches people. Oh. He looks like a dick. Does he punch people? Can I yes. be that one? Yes. Okay. As long as I get to punch people, I can be that one. Okay. Yeah, look at this. Amy, Amy's good at punching people. What game is he in? I want to be him. Sonic 3. In. Every game afterwards. Yes, his knuckles have spikes to hurt more. Oh, he's my kind of person. Yes. <laughs> he's in the second Sonic movie. You'll fall in love with him. Yes. I mean, who doesn't if you have spike on your knuckles? So he literally has like brass knuckles. Okay. I like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I need him in a bar fight with me. I like it. I can do it. If that. you get a chance, watch the second Sonic movie. He's in it. Is it still two hours long? I mean, I'm as long. No. I don't think it's two hours long. Well, yeah. the action goes so quickly, you won't even notice. Yeah. You you ought to watch the movies. I think your kids would enjoy it, too. I watched the first one. Be Okay. Uh, another spoiler alert. It was me and Josh that watched it because he would not shut up about Sonic. He was like, Amy, can we watch the Sonic movie? Amy, the Sonic movie's out. Amy. We can get it on Amazon, Amy. Can we watch the Sonic movie? I'm like, what the hell is your problem? Yes, Jesus. Just put the bitch on. Like, put it on. And then I was the one watching it because his bitch ass fell asleep. So I'm sitting here and I'm hitting him, waking him up like, who the hell is this? What's going on? I don't know what's happening. You know, that whole thing. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what, yes. what happens. I agree with that. I agree okay. with Okay. I know that reference. Yeah, yeah. Very Yeah, literal. he was very literal. He just wants to kick people's ass. I'm a fan of that. So, yeah, I have to agree with that. Knuckles did remind me a little bit of Drax. So I need to get the Knuckles stuffed animal and put on there. It's a throat punch kind of day. Is that right? Is that fair to put on him? I mean, I feel like mm -hmm. that's kind of the vibe we're given. It's definitely a throat punch kind of day for me. So, mm -hmm. Oh, poor Josh. When this show ends, I feel sorry for him. You're going to go out there and say, I'm Knuckles. And he's gonna he's gonna run. <laughs> we shall see. I believe they ate dinner without me, so we shall see. He does oh, have a storm coming for him when I get Oh him. shit. 
definitely <laughs> one of those things. And it's raining. And I, and if you know me by any means, I don't like the rain. I don't like thunderstorms. That's never been my thing. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, fun. That's why I talk a lot to distract myself from it. I'm a, I'm a huge pansy ass when it comes to thunderstorms. But promise oh, me, nice. if you're on Amazon, watch the second Sonic movie. You're going to love it. <laughs> I am going to punch people in the jugular. I will. I saw that it was out and I need it. I need, I told Josh about it. So I need to, I've been on this binger of B movies. Does anybody else love B movies? Well, screaming knuckles. That's totally <laughs> true, but I love B movies. So I've been watching the B movie Christmas B movies. I mean, I know Christmas is over. Don't come for me, but the B movies are just hilarious because they're such bad acting. So I've really been big into those, but I'll watch it this weekend and I'll tell Josh, I'll make it like, you know, I'm going to be wife of the year and be like, hey, let's watch Sonic 2. Get him all excited. And then he's going to fall asleep and I got to watch the thing by myself. But I can do it. I can and do it for you. Keep him up. Punch him every so often. No. <laughs> listen, you guys, I know that I, you know, tell you she that I'm old. Him. No, I don't beat him. Oh, <laughs> I tell you that I'm old, you know, because I'm 30. I don't. I'm not old, and I know that. But you could buy one, one of these at Build-A-Bear and punch them with this. Oh, like, well. <laughs> I'll, yes, without the stuffing, that's for sure. But you and Greg stay up so much later than I do. I bought um, <laughs> Soldiers on Amazon. Finally finished watching the movie. Huh. I'll have to check that one. I don't know what that one is. No, what were you saying? Yeah. Anyways, so you guys <laughs> stay up much later than I do. Okay. Like I'm start dragging ass at like nine, nine thirty, and Josh's student, I can stay awake, but Josh's bitch ass is asleep at nine, nine thirty on the couch. Okay. So if I want to watch a movie, it's gotta be at like six AM in the morning. Okay. Oh. No one wants to watch a movie that early because that's so stupid. You want to watch a movie when it's dark outside. But, uh, yeah, so my husband's 28, and he acts like a 90-year-old man, and he goes to bed. If he could go to bed at 7, he totally would. So this is what I'm having to deal with, okay? So I'll, I'll see. I'll see. I'm up at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. and work at 8 a.m. Anubis, you have issues. <laughs> you, you have issues. No, I love you. No, it's not no. a new mm-hmm. Well, Amy, what are your plans for New Year's? Nothing, because I am a mother of two toddlers, and I am lame as hell, and I don't have any plans. I've never had plans for New Year's, because I think it's like the biggest drunk holiday, and I don't want to put my life at risk, so I don't do anything. I sit at home. It's much cheaper to drink at home than out in public, okay? So get drunk at home. Not that I'm getting drunk, but I'm just saying, I probably am not going to make it till midnight, you guys. Like, to be straight up, I'm probably going to watch, like some other countries fireworks go off at like 10 i'm gonna go to bed I'm not even gonna lie straight up that's what <laughs> she's just gonna watch australia's oh are they at 10 they're pretty good from the grand no i think they're i think they're at like 5 p.m <laughs> oh well no yeah i'll watch a, the youtube replays of it it's like a 13 hour difference and they're a day ahead of us oh wow they are yeah it's so sad but i'll watch the youtube replays of them Maybe I'll watch Dubai's or something. I don't know, but I usually do that and then I go to bed. I get all the texts. Like I schedule my text messages at 1201 to say Happy New Year to everybody. And I'm asleep when those go off. 
I'm so lame. I know I am the lamest person. Greg, what do you have planned? Well, I know Lizzie and I are going to be at Waipu Fest partying it up. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. We'll actually be there tomorrow. We actually have a couple of panels. So, and we're going to be working. So hopefully we get to talk to a few people. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to be doing, I don't think they're going to be doing too many fireworks around the airport though. Yeah, they can't. No. Because it is going to be, for those in the Houston area, it is going to be at the Doubletree Hotel at Hobby Airport. So come by and check us out. We will be there. I know the guests is Chuck Huber, Tiffany Grant, and John Grimian. Eee, Chuck Huber, Android 17. <laughs> uh, Chuck, Chuck's a trip. Is he your voicemail? Yes, he is. He's mine, too. And he mm. did the interview with us. Oh, is he the one we had such a good time? And then I said it was Anime Houston, and he was in Anime Oklahoma, and that's how I ended yep. the show. <clears throat> yes. See, you guys, I make an ass of myself all the time on this show. It's not like a one-off kind of thing. It's definitely all the time. All the time. We all do, we all do it. But... And then I think the next weekend we are going to be at Fan Expo New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So, got a couple of weekends ahead of us. Yes. <clears throat> wow. And here I am just getting ready for the new year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm already scheduled halfway through the year. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> what are you? Get a life. Jesus. Schedule now, halfway through the year. You hmm. you have to. You literally no, have you to. don't. I'm doing good on a weekly basis. I'm good. Definitely yeah. don't need to know that shit far out. Man, my mind ain't even thinking till like April or May. Ah, <laughs> get out of here with that. This oh. that oh. Comic Comic Palooza is gonna be back on Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, and don't forget. Uh, McDonald's has now released their new Happy Meal toys, and there's a there's a Super Mario Brothers movie coming. So this is the toy I got today, Toad. I didn't want Toad. I wanted Mario. <laughs> hey, you have to hit up different ones, girl. You want me to go to one? I got one down the street. Let me go get you one. Yeah, I'll hit up on my mom's group. I'm telling you, my mom's group knows where all the you know what toys they have. So I hit them up and been like, "Who's got Mario at Mickey D's?" They gonna tell me I'll get you one. And God, don't tempt me with a good time to hit up the moms in my city. That's yeah, how man. I have friends. They're all online. I've never met these women. Just saying. Well, the other news is is we do have a I've done a video. We have a new intro. I'm not gonna play it today. <clears throat> but been working on a new intro with our new logo, which everybody can see up in the corner. I've had it Same on for music, weeks now. Though. Same music. Same music. The music rocks. I have to say the music rocks. You're welcome. You're Amy, so welcome. Amy's choice. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a while to find the music, though. Not really. Not really. You just needed me to do it. You just needed me to do it. I Make sent you, you sound incapable. <laughs> I sent you 13 options, and I let I put you in charge of picking. Oh, my God. That was the biggest mistake I've ever made. I should have picked. 
I should have picked. And so when Amy picked, welcome to the intro. You guys are so welcome. You're welcome. But we are going to have a bunch of conversations. That's going to be the main focus. And we are going to have the con hour probably four times a month, maybe three times a month. But we are getting guests. I think our next guest for season three, it, the opener is going to be Marcus. Oh, God. I can't believe I can't do the last name right now. Oh, my gosh, dude. You failed at that pitch. I know. Oh I failed. Gosh. I failed. Like a stumble and fall. Were these cons? I failed. Failed <laughs> <laughs> <Bailed> miserable. <laughs> Marcus Malden. Thank you. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Rolled right off that tongue. And then for our second show, we are going to have Larry Kenny. And he did the voice of Lion O in Thundercats. <laughs> oh, no shit. Really? Yes. 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 Thundercats, you guys. Thundercats is on, <laughs> I believe it's Hulu. And I've started with season one, episode one. Holy shit. I did not know that he is a child that grew into a man in the little time capsule because I only caught it on TV. We didn't have streaming back in my day. Oh, man, I tell you what, I was binging that shit yesterday. So it is. Oh, ooh, I'm excited. Oh, my God. I actually know one. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good. <laughs> and then we are going to end the month with Cyphercon. Cypacon is going to come on the show and we're going to talk with them about, and I think he said he's going to have a couple of guest announcements on our show. Oh, I love Cypacon. But I know for week three, we're actually going to be doing hopefully a little bit of work in Livingston. So we won't be on the air for week three of January. No, not seeing that happening. So. Just joking. I'll be there. Damn. <laughs> I'll be I'm there. Gonna be, I'm going to be so exhausted. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, I'll be there. I'll be there. But, I got to be back in time for my kids, though, man. I'm just saying. They bill me a dollar yeah. every minute I'm late. Well, we also got to find out if they're going to let us do that that weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. reschedule. So I get to call her this coming week. I got so many phone calls this coming week. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> but is there any closing? Oh, and the other thing, just in case y'all didn't know, Lizzie is our new co-host, and we wanted to have her interviewed on the show because all our co-hosts have been interviewed on the show. Welcome, Lizzie. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I'm like this all the time. Fun facts. Fun facts. <laughs> I love it. So, so, like I said, we're having a lot of changes coming up. Oh, and Greg's like this all the time too. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, when you when you hear us go at it, just just ignore us. Amy is a whole mood and state of mind. <laughs> yes, I love it. I am. Just, I am a whole mood. <laughs> just, just interrupt us because we are going to talk and we are going to give each other shit such in a hell. Compliment. Oh, Anubis, I love it. That's such a compliment. Send it in the birdie to me, okay? I'll be checking. Not right now. It's oh, raining. Yeah. Not right now. <laughs> y'all and y'all messenger pigeons. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Why not? But any <laughs> any closing statements? Oh no. Um. 
just let's see. The Mario toys are released and at McDonald's. So if you want to see the new Mario movie next year, get the toys. Um, if you're in Houston, come come out to Waifu Fest. It's their first year, so they definitely would love to support. And if y'all have TikTok, I have a TikTok. Just look up Lizzie Hedgehog. I make videos there, and then sometimes I play live Sonic Dash, which is a Sonic mobile game. My favorite. It's very addicting. But yeah, check that out. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to try that game out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just setting me up for failure, man. And I'm a huge gamer, but oh, man, I can only do like combat and blow shit up kind of game. Sorry. I'll try it. We'll see. Whatever. We'll see. Do you really want closing comment statements or anything from me? I mean, I've said all my shit all night. I mean, I don't know if you want me to add to it or not. Why the fuck not? Come on now. I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm going to end on Anubis's, which is Amy as a whole mood and state of mind, because that is as good of a compliment or compliment as that one guy who said. If the state of Texas had a personality, it'd be Amy. Yes, yeah. it would be. You yeah. know it. So, yeah, I'm going to take those as my highlights. But, no, I hope everybody has a safe and happy New Year's. Remember that you can Uber, Lyft, AAA will give you a ride, okay? So you guys just be careful out there yeah. for New Year's Eve. But I hope and wish a happy and wonderful New Year's for everyone. 2023 is going to be amazing for all of us. Good vibes, good vibes. But no, that's it. I'm excited for 2023 for the con hour for Tri-City Comic Con and everything. So I'm excited Lizzie's yes. coming on board. Yay! Yay. <laughs> anyway, continue. And everyone... If you're just joining, coming on, re-watching the show, Happy New Year. Stay safe, just like she said. Uber if you have to. But until our next show, 2023, adio. Bye. Bye.